Welcome to the Seated Above podcast, where you will be empowered to live an ascended life in Christ mystically, financially, physiologically, and governmentally. Here's your host, Brian Orm. Hey everybody, welcome to the Seated Above podcast. I'm having a good conversation with my friend Arun Bonchandani around the technology known as the human body. What does it look like to live long and prosper in health in a kingdom way? What does it look like to maximize this temple of the Holy Spirit? We'll be diving into some practical things that we can do and to understand this amazing architecture where the Godhead has taken up residence inside of us. Hey everybody, welcome to the Seated Above podcast. Today I'm interviewing one of my best friends, Arun Bulchandani, residing in Redding, California. He's got a zoo. He has a wife. <laughs> He's amazing. So Arun. Give us a little glimpse into who is Arun and what's going on in your life. Good to see you, man. Good to see you too. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Great to be your friend. Um, love doing life with you. Yeah, man. Awesome. Wielding our first Tricend retreat in, in Cabo, Mexico um, in January. Super fun. We had a full house and we have another one coming in October and it's halfway yeah. full right now. So it's going to be really great to do that in SoCal in La Jolla. So I'm excited to do that with you there. Um, a little bit about me. Uh, you mentioned the zoo. So my wife is really just doing a lot at this place. We have a home, we have a farm, we have some acreage and raising animals. We have sheep, we have hens. It's it's a different story when you crack an egg on your skillet, <laughs> when that was just laid that day, buy it yeah. and in your backyard, you know? And so it's just awesome. You know, she's really, this is like, she's fallen in love with really just working with the land. And it was in both of our hearts to um, work with creation in in a deep way, you know, because creation is groaning for our revealing. And then what are some practical ways we can work with creation, steward it? Um, for instance, the topsoil of the earth's surface is really degrading. And so how can we answer the groan of creation, you know, and by restoring and regenerating the land. So doing that at a micro level here on our micro ranch, um, just getting more connected to creation um, is, has been a big thing uh, for us here. So um, that's, that's wonderful. Um, and that's kind of like bringing practicality to the mysticality of that scripture, you know, cause it's like, what do we do with that? Like, you know, it's like, creation is groaning. Like we've been given stewardship over creation. Like, what does that even mean beyond just holding creation in our heart and praying for it? And that is putting our feet on the soil, developing a friendship and a connection with the earth because the earth houses the glory of God. As the scriptures say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. And so just connecting with the elements and learning that aspect of mastery I think is is important. And um, I'm doing it. We're doing it on a small scale. That means people who are listening are doing it because we're one body with many members. And so we're all, we all have our part to play, you know, and we're all contributing to one another. Um, and so that's a little bit about us here. My wife and I were about to celebrate our, our anniversary, our fourth year, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, and that's happening in a few days. And uh, her and I met, at a messianic Jewish meditation retreat in Spain. 
And so we met in a very mystical format, a very meditative space. And I saw her, I was attracted to her. So I got to know her. I took her out on a date in Barcelona. And then, um, yeah, we just, it ended up working out really well. And, um, and so, yeah, so yeah, marriage is incredible. Um, she's a pillar of peace in my life, which is super helpful because I just navigated a few years of disability working, uh, or, uh, getting hit really hard physiologically um, and being sidelined in a lot of ways. And a few years ago, as you, you already know this, Brian, because we were doing stuff together before that for, for years and um, we were going strong. I was going strong. Momentum was really strong and influence was increasing and um, it was beautiful. And, and I just remember needing to figure out how to steward it. And as, when, as I was thinking about that, my body collapsed on me. You know, it's a long story, but in short, massive suffering and pain and having to work through that the last two years has taught me quite a bit about physiology. And my background beforehand was, it was like 15 years ago, I was studying pre-med in college, had a real deep fascination with anatomy and physiology, how the body function, wanted to become a doctor. Um, there was different plans in the mix. I had an encounter with God that encounter changed my life, introduced me to Jesus and took me on a, a quest around the world, just a, like a quest of discovery. So I traveled all throughout the world for many years, um, learned a lot about theology and ministry coupled with the stuff I had studied before on in physiology and that birth union flow. And that all happened from a place of asking God, what to do? What do I do? How do I navigate this relationship with you? In the very beginning of my walk, and I heard inaudibly, just resounding within me, reverberating these words, through union with me, everything else will flow. And those words just changed, it just changed everything. And it caused me to move into a trajectory of a contemplative practice, a practice of stillness, uh, a discovery into the mystics of old and how they related with God. And I would emulate and imitate some of their ways and discover my own ways to connect with God. And um, later, later, much later, that would evolve into a ministry and a business called Union Flow. And um, again, it it was birth through the greatest of joys, adventures, sorrow, and loss. And I think it was the beginning when I heard that, it was like a blissful, beautiful reality, union with God. And then I encountered union with God within the midst of suffering and pain. And, you know, pain is an incredible teacher. Uh, suffering can produce a massive transformation of consciousness, can, can really change us as we fuse with God in the midst of our sufferings. Um, it can train us and teach us a lot. And uh, you can see that better in hindsight. So that was um, a journey. And that was a lot, a very mystical journey. Um, and when union flow came into like a public thing where I was speaking places, doing workshops, teaching, I would bring in things uh, around the human body connected with our relationship with Christ, 
you know, the recalibration to first love. We talk about a first love relationship with God. And so what does that look like in our bodies? And how do we relate with God in our physical body through a movement, through breath, through nutrition, through all of this stuff? Um, And can we begin to embody the spirit of God, like the, the Holy Spirit, the energy of Christ in our physical bodies? Jesus was the standard. He did it. He discussed it. He talked about it. And we have that same ability as well. So um, that's a little bit about me and about Union Flow. Um, So, yeah. So you go through this season, which I know that season because we're walking through stuff and doing things, but Mm -hmm. this challenging season in your body. And so what did that cause you to kind of learn and deepen your understanding of this? technology the human body yeah that's a good question so prior um, and so i've kind of experienced several sagas or a few sagas of dis-ease in the body and having to navigate pain and suffering and so there was a time before this last one where i was training like peak performance pushing my body discovering potential Um, and I was really moving in that. And then when my, when I, everything kind of collapsed, I had to dig deep in, in not like a pushing myself way, but dig deep into rest. And even before this, I was talking about the physiological seat of rest and how to occupy rest in our bodies. But when pain was at all time high chronically and constantly for years, I had to figure out how to deal very therapeutically with myself, how to decrease stress and um, because stress was high. And so, you know, whether that had been through nutrition and feeding my body nutrients that would decrease stress biochemically um, and lower the stress hormones so that it could induce rest or give me a level of rest in the midst of pain were some of the things I discovered and some of the things I've been really going deep in. And it's basically just, um, you know, decreasing stress at a cellular level, not just a mental level, because we can, we can, the peace of God um, is profound and we want to occupy our minds with the fruits of the spirit, with love, with all of that. And our body is also craving peace. You know, our body is often in a hostile environment. We're not in a hostile environment, meaning like we're not in the missions field all the time. Some people listening might be, but we're not in a place where our, we're um, being attacked, but we maybe are being attacked by other means, whether it be the food system and what we're fueling our body with that could, that could sow chaos into our mind and our bodies if we're not regulating and managing our nutrition and um, so many other things, you know, and so uh, the we have a lot of environmental triggers and toxins right now that are bombarding us, whether it be through the food we're eating and what they're bathed in, you know, and, or it's just environmental triggers and chemicals, especially in a big city that seem to increase stress and decrease um, just functionality. And so how do we buffer against that? How do we deal therapeutically with ourselves? All of that. And then another way is how do we manage our breath so that we can dictate through our breath 
to our nervous system and to our body what rest is. Because oftentimes when we're stressed or we're in pain in our body, um, our respiration and our breath changes and it can go into a state of fight or flight anxiety. But what if we could use the lever of our breath and change that whole paradigm, you know, that we're living in and occupy peace. So that's something that I had to learn, trained in a lot, spent extensive hours digging deep into. Um, yeah, that was, that's a few things. So, you know, those that are listening, there might be some, and I'm sure there are some that you know, they're facing physiological issues, whether it's chronic pain like you had faced or just an illness, a disease, a condition that prohibits maybe some of their activity. Um, what would you suggest, you know, if you're in a room full of people, say there's a hundred people in a room yeah. and they're all kind of in that state of being like, what would you say would be a good starting point for them? Mm-hmm. Even just in the sense of understanding the potential of their body in Christ. Yeah, that's good. I, I think receiving and taking communion as a Christian is extremely overlooked as a powerful supplement. And I wouldn't demote it to a supplement, but I'm just saying it's a powerful antidote or elixir where we can like resonate with Christ and his sufferings and also his ascension and glorification and the body of Christ that was broken, we can take to be built back up. And so if we take communion and realize that this body was broken for us, this blood was spilled for us, and this blood and this body is perfect, and we bring perfection to our body and let it reverberate through our whole system through visualization and meditation of on God, on Jesus. What I'm talking about is visualizing Jesus, seeing Jesus, and seeing his, his process and taking his process into us and being and seeing ourselves by faith being built into the perfection. You know, um, I think it's a really, it's really powerful. It's a really good starting place. It's just we take communion often. Maybe you don't, maybe you do, but it's something that's a practice at most churches doing once a month or once every so often. We can bring that practice into our daily life at home and we can go deeper with it. Um, and so I suggest communion as a really cool space to start. And um, you know, just getting connected again. Like some of some of what we spend a lot of our life disconnected from earth. And earth is actually there to minister to us, and we're supposed to minister to it. Yet sometimes we're not in a place, and we could be in a lot of pain, like you said, some people listening where we're not in a place where we feel like we can minister to creation and we can receive healing from the earth. You know, it's, there's actually documented research in literature, like scientific literature on how the earth, the surface of the earth connected with the human body decreases inflammatory markers in the body and it decreases stress in the body and it expedites wound healing in the body. So there's regenerative capabilities that God put in creation that can minister to us in a passive state. So I can talk about a lot of active practices we can do, but sometimes we just need like, what's quick access? Well, standing barefoot in your backyard or on the earth 
and, a, and wherever you can access that um, is a great way to just de-stress and to see some pain relief. Taking communion is an active endeavor, but it's something that people are familiar with. But we also need to break familiarity with how we've done it before and take it afresh. And that's why I'm saying like, take it afresh understand that when the body and the blood of Jesus Christ is going into your digestive system, that the your whole microbiome is, is saying, make way for the King of glory. And that goes into every other system of your body. And so follow that, that path with Christ, that holy path that's being made in your body and find a, a rhythm in your breath. I often tell people to play a, a song that they really resonate with. It could be a worship song, it can be whatever. And play it and then breathe like just in and out through your nose and just breathe rhythmically, take long inhalations and long exhalations to where it feels comfortable and peaceful for you. And just breathe for that three minutes, get deep into that in-breath, filling your belly all the way up and let go and just get in touch with your breath because your breath modulates a lot of your energetic state and your nervous system. So it's a great way. You know, it's it's your breath in my lungs and we cry out your name. There's like so many worship songs that are talking about it nowadays. And it's really important. You know, the breath is an incredible lever that we do all the time. And it's governed by grace, the autonomous nervous system. But we can actually actively go into it and deepen it, make it more therapeutic and make it more medicinal to our bodies. So those are a few um, things and just eating well, you know, if you, I know this is a big topic and we don't have time here for it, but just ensuring you're getting nutrients in your body and um, yeah, like, you know, doing therapy to your body. Nutrition is, is there for a reason. It's, it's there for us to to regenerate and build back our life. And so if you can minimize um, pollutants, putting pollutants in your body or just highly processed foods, you know, I think that's really going to be beneficial um, to your body and to your relationship with God. And some people have overlooked this and it was not talked about correctly, but our body in health has a greater affinity to the spirit of God, God and a greater ability to perceive his ways. So tuning our body through breath, through putting our feet on the ground, through communion, through eating well. And I'm not going to tell you how to eat. I'm just saying like everyone kind of knows like to a degree, like I can stop eating Doritos or I can, you know, whatever it may be, or I can, I can eat more quality nutrient dense foods like grass fed, finished, ruminant meat or, you know, quality, um, dairy. And I know even this is kind of interesting to people because even if I say this, people will be like, Oh, I didn't know that I've reduced my meat consumption or I've reduced my dairy consumption or I've, you know, and because of a propaganda or things that are being told to us about what the human body thrives on. And I think this is a, another story for another day. I know Brian and I have gone into before and we'll get into again, but just do the best you can to bring good nutrition into your body, to give your body good proteins, good fats, good carbohydrates, um, so that you can 
rule and reign in life because again, your body is craving nutrition to function correctly. And we've put a lot of dysfunction in our bodies through corruption of food. And it's kind of tainted our perceptual window, our ability to connect. And so we can change that. And one prime way to change that is through taking communion as well. It's the greatest food ever if we believe it and have faith for it as such. And we can take it into our bodies and we can see great transformations just from communion. But the spirit of God is transformative. And I believe that if somebody's going deep with God, it will cause transformation in every area of their life, unless they have an area of their life in opposition or an area of their life where they just don't want to go into, you know, but God is highly transformative. Obviously he's a transforming agent in the cosmos. And when we connect with him, he'll bring things up and he'll call us higher. God's always after our best and he'll call us higher in our relationships, in our relationship with him, with one another, and the way that we deal with our body nutritionally, all of it. Well, man. Yeah. So those of you listening, three really practical things you can do. Take communion, you know, however you, you want to do that, whether it's bread, crackers, be as creative as you'd like. Getting connected to the earth. I mean, I'm able to do that. We're able to go to the beach, you know, but you may not be near a beach. You may be in a big city, you know, find a park, find somewhere, your backyard. These are really practical things we could do. And then just the power of the breath. And so Arun and I are doing a free breath and longevity workshop on April 19th, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's 100% free. All you have to do is register, check out the show links for that. Um, One quick testimony of communion. I was in San Antonio this weekend and they asked me to do communion for the Sunday morning at this church. And I just said, Hey, let's, let's call upon the systems of our body to respond to what Jesus has accomplished. And there was a woman that was watching online. She was, had COVID uh, recently. She had no taste, no smell. She took communion, spoke to the systems of her body and immediately her taste and smell came back, which was super cool. And so there is that power of communion. What this really is, the, the stripes on his back were enough for every system in our body, which is amazing. Mm. I'd like to continue this conversation. If you're a Patreon member or if you're looking to become a Patreon member, we kind of expand some of these conversations. I'd love to go a little more granular in some of the nutritional side um, because I think a lot of people don't know where to begin. There's so much noise out there when it comes to what you should eat and not eat. And so I think a lot of people don't even know where to start in a shift in their diet. And so that would be awesome. So check out the show notes if you want to get access to that. But Arun, as we close, how do people get connected to what you're doing, what you're building, mm-hmm. and where do they start with that? Yeah, um, you know, everything is kind of in development or restructuring right now. But if you have Instagram, just searching me on Instagram, um, it's kind of where more of the updates and newer stuff comes forth first. I have a website, unionflow.com, not updated, and it's about to be revamped. So I would say Instagram or Facebook is probably the best way to get in contact with me right now. Awesome. Highly recommend anything Arun is building. It's incredible. It's going to help you get breakthrough in your body, 
your mindsets and more. So thanks, Rune, man, for taking some time to have a convo. Absolutely. We're going to continue this conversation and go a little deeper. Hope you can join us. Peace, everybody. You've been listening to the Seated Above podcast with Brian Orm. If you've enjoyed the episode today, please share it with someone who appreciates living an ascended life. Want to go deeper into this type of content? Head over to iBorm.com to access Brian's courses, workshops, coaching, and more. 